0: I just special ox me later and y'all already know we don't bite your tongue on the roof a collaborative with family in the house my brother g is back well not really back. this is this is what we do together Shit, what's good with you
1: not much time to talk about this album that we're gonna talk about it's been when a minute I say has, this been has this been our third one is this been our third one uh or is this our third one or our fourth one
0: well it, it, you might be right i think it is is four.
1: Because I know we did the Around the Day in the World, didn't we do Dirty Mind? Hey, Loki might be
0: four. It might be five. Then
1: we did Dirty Mind, didn't we? Yeah. And didn't we do?
0: Uh,
1: what else did we do? We, we just out. oh
0: we, we we talked about Drake whenever um uh, Laugh Now Cry Later first dropped, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the other one. It's been a
1: minute, but either way, shit, we back. You know. Ah, a little pad- later with the beer crack, but you and know, okay, had to pop that brew. I
0: got my I got eternal it.
1: water. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to roll. So it's uh 20 years, 20 years, and
0: 20 years of DC three. DC three, man, this is uh, the not only incredible child. because you know my, my my childhood literally, but and also just hilarious because shout out to homie Whitney, we literally just did um, lemonade five year anniversary like a week ago
1: yeah i gotta check that out and listen to that
0: that was that was really fun it was late night i i did a pod prior and i was i got to talk about wrestling pokemon and beyonce all in the same night like this was incredible i
1: mean you just be putting
0: episodes out like
1: no damn tomorrow like they just be out just
0: out you know i'd be trying man i'd be i'd really be trying i feel like you know people will they they say and they talk about consistency and I'm like I don't think y'all realize how much I talk.
1: I mean, just hit record and go.
0: I think I yeah. need to start doing that.
1: A lot of times, I think my best moments are not even recorded. It's like a lot of times things that happen, I'm like shit. I should have got that recorded.
0: You know, you're a naturally funny person, and like it's 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 a, it's a lot of mannerisms. I want to say, you know what I'm saying. I think it's facial expressions.
1: It's the whole production. <laughs>
0: If you guys could only see in real life, I'm trying to say, uh, it, incredible. Um, like I always say, too, before we start this off, I um, remember, like always, ladies and gentlemen, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the description in the bios below. Um, in the words of the Hall of Famer legend, David Aldridge, if you got anything lower than five stars, keep it to yourself. perfect <laughs> Keep that to yourself. We don't need that type of negativity over here. No, we don't. So I, I appreciate you reaching out about this because like, I swear I thought I saw it, but I couldn't remember or not. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, what's turning 20 this year. What's turning 15, you know, this year what's turning 10. Well,
1: I don't even understand how you could forget this one because you had this CD when you was a child.
0: Yeah. I, when, when I be telling y'all and everything, cause it, G can tell y'all better than anybody. It was, it was my Britney Spears cassette tape.
1: I was born That Jackson make Five you
0: like record, um, that I had on your old um, what do you call the double joints where it's like the record on top and the cassette on the bottom? It was just a it was a stereo, just a stereo. Mm-hmm, it was just a little stereo. <sighs> there was that, um, this album, and <clears throat> I mean, like I literally remember getting this on like well not on my birthday it was after my birthday because of course date. But I wore this album out. I absolutely wore it out. And I mean, kind of everybody wore this album out. We being real?
1: Yeah. I mean, the CD kind of went around. I mean, I had my own CD, but you had yours as well.
0: That was interesting. Do you remember what store we got it from?
1: Let's see. I am too young to recall. This is 2001. Mom probably bought it from Walmart. It was probably oh. Walmart. It was probably Walmart. It was either Walmart... I probably was the one that bought it. I doubt... At that time, I was buying CDs. So right. I probably bought it. And if I bought it, it came out of
0: Target. What was that record store that mom used to take you to?
1: What, a CD warehouse? A yes! Record- oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. For y'all that are old enough to recall and everything, over on... um. Ah, oh, God! Berkeley Boulevard, kind of where the Chuck E. Cheese is now I want to say. Yeah, City
1: it was in the parking lot where the Kmart used to be, um, and that's where the Win Dixie used to be in that area, grocery store wise. Gee, I used forgot to be I don't know what that store there. is called now. But um, wasn't it a Save a Lot?
0: I think it might be a Save a Lot. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm, yeah, Save a Lot. But that used to be Win Dixie, and then down on the other end, uh, where the CC's Pizza and all that stuff was. Uh, Pickle Wiggly used to be there, down in that area.
0: Mm. Classic, man. Classic. So I guess before we get into the album, we should start about, um. this is the first introduction of one Miss Michelle Williams.
1: So we got to rewind back.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Look, do this, because you, gotta you gotta, have a lot more memory about what was happening in 01 compared to me, you know? So we got to... No, this
1: was not the introduction of Michelle Introduction and what this was introduction of her being on the album singing yeah like a, yeah but nice. so introduction of her was we got to rewind back because okay we forgot that they done dropped off two hoes actually three at this point because Farrah somewhere still looking for her luggage uh, yikes if you know you know um, go back and type in that clip where they tell uh, Farrah that they are sending her her luggage it's on YouTube <laughs> and um. Well, this is at the, the departure of Latoya Luckett and Latavia Robinson, and then they were replaced by Michelle Williams and Farrah Franklin. Where well, Farrah Franklin, you know, was in the group for like three seconds. Like, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> even enough. It was enough to realize that she was too damn light to be in Destiny's Child when the Say My Name video came out because everybody was wondering, like, who the fuck are these two girls? <laughs> I particularly remember watching the video and kept looking like, Did they bleach? That was, like, something off. Like, did they bleach their skin? Because, like, they they weren't really focusing a lot on Michelle or Farrah. I mean, they got their shots, but it was, like, really more Beyonce Kelly. But then when they would fade into Farrah and Michelle, it would be, like, a little quick glimpse. And then even then, it still kind of had it like a wig, like you would have thought it was, like, LaToya or LaTavia. So, I mean, it was, like, confusing. So, you see Michelle Williams, and, you know, time goes on. Um Farrah gets the boot and she's waiting on her luggage and we get to <laughs> um Charlie's Angel soundtrack and it's time to record oh a track God. and we get independent women
0: I also wore that movie out yeah you did I, I also wore that movie out ladies and gentlemen I'm trying to tell y'all yeah, you, you, I love Drew I love, matter of fact well you got me on Drew Barrymore because I've never been kissed
1: absolutely absolutely
0: and um the wedding singer as well Yep. Okay, make it sure, make it sure.
1: I mean, I've always been a Drew Barrymore fan since she was a child. So, I mean, we go way back to the 80s, but... I didn't um, know she was an
0: E.T. until a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, she was a child star. Damn. But she... um, But yeah, like... So that that came where we saw DC3 and then it was Survivor. It was time for them to sing. And so then we... That, this is when we get introduced to... Michelle singing... And her coming in on the bridge of the song, sounding real churchy. After mm-hmm. all of the darkness and sadness, I still find happiness. Like she came on, she had a testimony. <laughs> she was prepping for later. Right. Like she was, she was getting ready. She was like, "Listen, I'm about to be gospel's next big thing." That didn't really happen either. But <laughs>
0: she. Well, well, well I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question about that a little bit later on, as far as you know, one one of our favorite songs from back in the day. Okay. Okay. Um, This is funny. I didn't know about the um the the fourth girl. That's crazy.
1: Oh yeah, she. I mean, she went in the group, but like a quick minute. Like I mean, she got it. I
0: wish she got a cool little care package later in life. She was as long as it wasn't like whenever um old girl got kicked out of three OW.
1: Well, I mean, they was throwing KFC chicken and stuff at her.
0: (laughs) Was it KFC or was it churches? It was KFC. Shut
1: up. And then, like um, then like, so she was only in the group for five and a half months. Like yeah. so, yeah. Like by July of two thousand, she was gone. Like she was gone. She came in December, and by July, or or not even no, she came at the top of the year, and by then, she was gone. Like I mean, she was gone.
0: So gone over you. <laughs> <laughs> right oh man so not 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 aging you but this is what sophomore year for you junior year junior got you okay
1: junior year well sophomore going into junior year for me of high school
0: yeah was this highly anticipated because I'm assuming um the charlie's angels track you know of course independent women part one was the lead single
1: uh, ye- yes, it was because that single was dropped se- se- September 14, 2000. Got gotcha. you. Oh, Matthew, Lord. <laughs> I think, like, um, I don't really know what we thought was going to happen with them. I mean, we knew they were they they had to follow up with the writings on the wall, that did very well for them. But then you saw them and they branched out and movie track um charlie's angels like did really well that song did really well and then survivor comes out and you know after much scrutiny because everybody was like oh beyonce kicked them out of the group and all of this stuff like that you know they had to come back like they're surviving so you know that whole little thing but this is also the album where it was she produced majority of the album
0: I saw that I like I literally was looking through Rap Genius with like every track and she has a writing credit and a producing credit on like literally every track.
1: Yeah, every track. She either produced or co-produced um all of the album songs. But this also was the album that owned um, All the rest of the albums, you didn't really hear people featured all the time. It was like, so they did a lot of blending of passing the songs over to all three. Like, they really... Right. I I really feel like, to me, this is the album that really made Destiny's Child Destiny's Child to me. Um, Okay. Because with DC3, I felt like they had better harmony. Michelle was the glue to their harmony. A lot of people like to clown Michelle, but Michelle can actually sing... She's
0: always caught bad scrutiny, and I'm like, no, they were a great trio. Right, they were I mean, were, they, biased, they, I mean they kept
1: right on rolling. I mean, what is I mean, Latoya Luckett doing stuff? You know, she done been pregnant, married a couple times, divorced. She done been on I th- a thought on a I few think shows. I seen
0: Latavia on some show like yeah, years about, ago.
1: Yeah, R&B Divas and she kept dodging the microphone cuz she said she she go. wanted to sing. And then she got up there and sounded like she had gargled a, a pack of Marlboros before she walked on stage.
0: <laughs> Yo. Oh, Tavia man.
1: So yeah, sound like her voice was out in that smoker that I smoked that mac and cheese
0: in. Hey, that hey, that joint slapped though. Oh yeah. Also, dude. everyone I have spoke to about that says, "Oh, I, that sounds amazing." I said, "No, no, amazing didn't do it justice. It does not do it justice." Listen, we had to try some new stuff. We had to spice it up.
1: But yeah, this album it really it defined them. Uh, but this album sadly didn't really age well. In terms of the production of the tracks, this production sounds very 2000. You know, I broke that on
0: a couple songs. I'm like, yo, this shit sounds like 01. Yeah.
1: It was, it was very, (laughs) very like, they they really catered to pop on this album. They went very, they went very pop. Like, I mean, as we start going down the tracks, and I mean, we've pretty much at this point, The first three songs on the album were singles. Yeah. With Survivor being well, Independent Women was the first one. Survivor, and then you had Bootylicious. Well, Bootylicious had Bootylicious, and then you had the remix. The remix. Why do I not had, remember the remix? Right, it now? had Missy Elliott on it. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was Missy Elliott. She, she was on the remix. Uh, if it serves me correct she was Mm -hmm. she was so starting with independent women what did you think about independent women
0: (sighs) my note for this was oh my god my childhood oh shit Charlie's Angels I need to go I need to go see if I can find that again and see if it holds up you know I didn't watch that remake that dropped like what two years ago and I kind of recall not really liking the second one Full Throttle you know, yeah. back in what was that? Maybe O three. Yeah, that was pretty tired. It was. It was. It was a little floppish. The first one though.
1: Floppy on like.
0: <laughs> But no, I, 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 I still, I still like this track. It still slaps. Um, I wrote down spent eleven weeks on the Hot one hundred. Yep. You know, I feel like we don't hear about stats like that anymore. Nope. You know, I'm just like, I feel like songs kind of come and go. I don't know if it's because it's so much stuff or just, I mean, who knows, man, you know? I just, I feel like it depends on the artist.
1: And they recorded, they recorded this song in Houston, Texas. (laughs) But what was your question? I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh,
0: I said, um, what'd you think about this record? So
1: with this song for me, it was kind of like, it was like a cheesy movie track for me. It was like, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, 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 mm. You know, them shoulders bobbing. Right. All the women who independent, throw your hands up at me. You know, it was very appropriate for the movie. So I get it. You know, it was a movie rock.
0: but it did what it needed to do. I'm not going to say, do you miss like album soundtracks? Because I mean, I feel like that's already a given, but what about just movie tracks straight up? I do sometimes.
1: And Pharaoh was on independent women, so she was on that song, her vocals.
0: Hey, okay. Yes. Shout out.
1: She just won't <laughs> there.
0: You know. <laughs> she didn't go there anymore, you know? No. But <laughs> she- <laughs> it was like, I don't know her. I mean, I feel like this song, I don't really want to say holds up, but like for nostalgic purposes. Oh my God. But that's a lot with these first three records
1: yeah it was very dated and then you have survivor survivor is very dated with brum, 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 that synthesizer opener
0: yeah so with survivor and i need to go back and watch the video and everything i meant to do that a while ago it still does slap to me um
1: oh yeah I mean, the song Slap, I mean, we appreciate good music for good music. Like, I mean, I can't sit here and say, like, the album is trash because it's not. I still yeah. love the Survivor album and listen to it. But in terms of the sound of the album, comparing it to it, this particular album, sound-wise, didn't really age well. Nah, that's mm, Some tracks did, but not all of them. Some of them did
0: not age well. I got that this song went crazy. Um, peaked at number two in the Hot 100. Got the VMA for Best R&B Video, the Grammy for Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group, and oh, with vocals in two thousand two. Excuse me. There
1: we go. Wow. Okay.
0: So you know the the I gonna say the beginning or whatever, but you know now the most Grammy what is it winner ever? Mm-hmm. One Beyonce yep so (laughs) bootylicious even saying that now just sounds hilarious i'm sorry like it's it's it was funny back then it's funny now like just it's a hilarious word
1: and so first of all we have a sample you know first first record sample with a sample got somebody live coming through live on my microphone (laughs) Uh, right um They sample Stevie Nicks,
0: and I I recognize that now, being a lot older, and you know, like just the yeah, Edge of music I be listening to.
1: Yeah, they sample Edge of Seventeen, um, and I think Beyonce when she told the story about how she came up like with it, or hearing that she was hearing this when she was on a flight, like she was listening to that song. And all she kept
0: hearing was a dunga
1: dang Like she
0: hearing that little part. And she knew right then, yo, yo, this is gonna take over the world, yeah. and it literally did. You know,
1: it was a bop.
0: It was a bop. I feel like from from here, I don't want to say a drop off, but it's like it's like you said, like them first three are just those are some hard hitters. You know, absolutely. And then it kind of turned into, I mean, it was, it was, you know, we just, I'm not, we're not going to trash it or whatever, of course. Well, but. I
1: mean, Nasty Girl was kind of like one of them album filler songs. Nasty Girl, well, you know, it was real ghetto.
0: The song, did you Did you catch a salt and pepper push it sample? That's no. what Rap Genius claims. I didn't really hear it either.
1: I have to go back and listen to the track. It might be buried in there. You never know. It's like sometimes you go listen to songs and you buy like, ah, there it go.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking to myself. I'm like, I know what push it sounds like, and th- that brings me into. Did you watch that uh, Lifetime joint? I didn't. i I, if you if you say so, I will. But I did
1: watch it. How was it? I mean, it was cute for a Lifetime movie. I mean, all it felt like was that Salt was too busy like rapping. Her boyfriend was like cheating on her. She kept trying to make her way back to church. Pepper like. Was a phone? uh They was call center girls working at a call center where Martin Lawrence and Kid and Play worked there too, and okay. um, like Peppa was pretty much getting her ass beat all the time by Tretch, oh, and and Hi all the time, and then Spinderella was non-existent in the movie.
0: I, she got left out like a old girl. <laughs> in the world. So.
1: You know, it was all right for what it was. I mean, you know, was it like a ru-ru-rah-rah? Hell no, no. But I mean, I it's-, it's worth a watch for like some.
0: I mean, it won't, it won't trash. So is Lifetime getting better? I
1: mean, at certain things. That's good. I think people are taking better control over their movies
0: though now. Well, that's good. At least you yeah. know. We didn't get a skinny Missy Elliott. Okay, right. No. <laughs> that- <laughs> Um, I'm gonna let you say the next record because I don't want to say it wrong. You talking about uh, fancy? Uh, No, I'm thinking the one after the fancy, whatever. But no, of course, How am I skipping fancy? Excuse me. Yeah, so fancy
1: was my song.
0: I like. I mean, even though it was, I don't fancy
1: you too much, child. Don't fancy you. You know, it was real. Two thousand one, all that. Like, fancy. Yeah. Yeah, it was like so. I mean, it was just
0: again another album track.
1: Album I wrote on tele-track. this one, or whatever.
0: <laughs> like a lot, lot, lot of dissing and everything, man. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's been
1: dissing for years, you know. Absolutely, a lot of this, a lot of her writing was the the critics were coming for her, the people <laughs> were coming for her because this is when she developed like what they felt like. She was carrying out her daddy's wishes, and she was like the spoiled Brady girl. And her dad, all he did was get rid of bitches um, that won't fall in line with division. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, you know Matthew around there cheating on Tina, and Tina sewing these badass clothes and making these raggedy ass wigs.
0: Oh man! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we love it. Oh, I'm
0: a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, trying to hold it, but not. <laughs> Good gracious,
1: bro. Well, well, by then Tina has stepped the fashions up. They weren't looking so Houston anymore.
0: It <laughs> was, was like, yeah, you know, we need to get kind of out of a more down south kind of. Oh, okay, well, yeah, let me I try mean,
1: it was like real down south. Like they was partying with Kaya. Like, mm. so I mean, you know, album fill the track. I mean, it was it was cute for what it was. Then the next song was Apple Pie La Mode. There we go. Yep, Apple Pie a La Mode. Which is a dessert. All it is is apple pie with ice cream on top.
0: Um, I thought this one was pretty cool. Like, so apparently it has a sample from Gary Wright. Can't, uh, can't find a judge. Okay. Have you heard that before? uh
1: uh-uh. Can't say that I have, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past some songs I've heard before and I don't really remember the title, which is strange for me.
0: Yo, know, swear when it came in at first, I was thinking, and maybe this is me tripping. I had to double check because I'm like, wait, 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 you sure it's not sampling? Like, um, well, I don't know if it would be a sample because it's just li- literally like you know two, you know joints. But uh, New York State of Mine. I didn't catch it. I kind of heard that towards the beginning. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, we sure we sampling the right track? And I wouldn't even listen to uh, New York State of Mind after. And I'm like, huh? But okay. that could have
1: just been the sound of that keyboard,
0: right? I like it though. I like. I I did like this song a lot. So yeah. Um, sexy daddy. Is it me or the sexy daddy sound like literally a spinoff of the last song? It did. Like I did. And then it was produced by Dionne Warwick. Son, is that who that was? Yes. Does he, well, I'm not trying to be funny,
1: does he have a name outside of being... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a very well-known producer. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, It's like, this was like the part of the album to me that was kind of tracks that I didn't really care for in this album. This was the section of the album, honestly, it started with Apple Pilot Mode, and then it went to Independent Women 2 for me. It was like in that section. Of songs i really didn't care honestly i like listening to the album i really don't start the album until like track nine to be honest that's understandable like i mean like you know how you'll just skip through i mean now you know we're streamers so we'll just be like okay we pull up and you could just pop right you know what track you ready to go to right but um back in the day you know you had the cd you had to fast forward through them bitches Oh my, right. You had to be like, "Hold on, do dude It's like little for two seconds to press, or so you'd be skipping through, trying to press the button real quick, trying to get to the track. And that's how it was for me for "Sexy Daddy." Didn't that was not really a track that I really was vested in.
0: Yeah, I mean it's cool, but not really nothing memorable, uh
1: uh-uh, Just... at all. And <clears throat> I didn't really care for the "Independent
0: Women Part two either. So. Long I literally, love it. I, I was like, I was like, it's not bad. I don't want to say it's bad because I mean, literally, what part one is, but part one is way better. And I was like, now they had me. I, I, I is it hilarious? I still know. I was like, wait, one of these songs got a damn Looney Tune kind of sound track uh, on it. On
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah, that one instantly came right back to my head. Like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. (laughs) I remember as a kid, like, yo, this is hilarious. It sounds like everything I I watch on TV.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it was kind of like a, it's kind of like what it was for me. And then we went to Happy Face. This used to be your song.
0: (laughs) I do recall this and everything. Um, I I do want to say one thing, though, for getting Happy Face. You you skipped right over perfect, man. You were not having it. Oh, did I really skip over there? <laughs> no, it's because like we ain't even gotta go too much in like. Depth no, about so it.
1: you you're you're looking at the wrong edition tracks. I'm I'm, I on, have... I'm on standard edition. So oh, Perfect, I must listen Perfect, to Lux. Yeah, Perfect Man was not on standard. Sorry. Okay,
0: you want me to tell you the two things I wrote about Perfect Man or whatever? Though? Oh yeah, go, I mean, ahead. N- yeah go ahead. Yeah, just go ahead and put it in there. You, it's, it's not it's nothing that you need to go back and listen to unless you just want to laugh like I did because it's two things that have me weak. I literally wrote down. Okay, this is this sounds like you said at the beginning, some two thousand type joint like, oh, this is what music will sound like in the future, like kind of some fake two thousands techno in a way.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And on the song, they're talking about like, you know, I saw him at the restaurant, didn't speak, and I was like, Okay, Alicia Keys. <laughs> you know, your your fave. <laughs> not not today. Not today. Another day.
1: Alicia, please. Get the hell out of here.
0: But um, Did you watch her verses? I did, Excuse actually. Me. Excuse me, the celebration.
1: My I actually watched it. It was good. I mean, whatever, whoever prayed for her throat for them two and a half hours, you know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever potion she drank, whatever hot sauce she throated and they kept her voice in tip top shape um, for them two hours. I mean, it did her justice. And then yeah. as them two hours started wearing off, her voice got real shaky. <laughs>
0: Did she take her scarf off?
1: <clears throat> uh, she got drunk. I remember that her and John both <laughs> were drunk. They had to take the 'cause because I mean, they, since being sponsored by Ciroc, they was drinking that Ciroc all
0: night. Yo, where is she from? Uh... I look it up real quick. I look it up real quick, because I'm just trying to think. I'm like, yo, she'll, she'll she don't give from, me like, is you know... she from New York? That would make sense, duh. New York State uh, excuse me, New York City, Mono, whatever, Empire said whatever. Yeah, I was saying she from New York? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we, we, can, we can go back to Happy Face.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah, went to the end. Uh, that was the on the International Edition. So, yeah, so that's track, I got. So track eight on the International Edition was perfect, man. So on the International Edition... Um, on the international edition perfect man was track 8 independent women part 2 was track 9 then it was like yeah. happy face dance with me was a track that was on on this layer but it wasn't on the album so some of this stuff wasn't up there so, yeah i
0: listened to dance with me um literally that just gave me kind of i was like okay so they they definitely played nintendo because that was giving me nintendo vibes okay with the beat, you know, had a lot of like... You know, just kind of like, don't that.
1: So, Happy Face. Happy Face was a very pop synthesizer. Yeah, it sounded like it could have been a Donna Summer sample.
0: I put on my happy face.
1: Woke up this morning, <laughs> the sun was not shining. I put on my happy face. I'm willing, I'm able, and some whatever they said. I mean, they were happy, so I mean, it was a happy track. It was a feel good track. But if you listen to that song now, it really doesn't. Well, it could be relevant. It could be relevant now. In,
0: in a way, yeah. Yeah, it, I it, mean, it, it could. has like super like you know super poppy vibes and everything of course it got to a happy face and i <laughs> i laughed my ass off at the end or whatever when i was writing this too i was like yo beyonce wants us to know she is flying right <laughs> she just wants us to know that and i was like hey you know i, I hear you
1: <laughs> yeah that might have been around the time that she probably started smoking weed
0: she was like, you know what? I'm grown at this
1: point. She was like, I'm grown. Well, I mean, she was 18 when they recorded this album. Dang. That's crazy to think. I mean, 18, up. 19, like, started recording this album like 18, 19. So, because she turned 20 the year this album came out. Because she turns 40 this year.
0: I saw that. I'm like, yo. But, um, we're going to have a
1: celebration. Right. And then they cover Emotion. Um, which was written by the BGS. It's written by Barry and Robin Gibb from the BGS. Um, very good track, but I think they did their thing on this. This really showed you a different side of them because this is acoustic. You got the acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and um, you get to see them really work on some blends. The vocal arrangements of that emotion—I mean, that's some good ass blend. I mean, they really blend. I think they complement each other's vocals very well. Even when um, Michelle comes in, she does. Wherever do you yeah, go, yeah, she's like, yeah, at least your ocean. You <laughs> But then it makes me think about Mad TV. It's just Beyonce taking this over <laughs> when Deborah Wilson played play her. Oh, man. And shout out and I have to tell you because, you know, you grew up watching Mad TV with me. Yes. You know, you came up on that. Mad TV, if anybody's listening to this, when you listen to this, anybody that has HBO Max, Mad TV is up there.
0: Really? Okay.
1: So I've been, like, binge watching Mad TV rolling. (laughs) Mm. So, yeah. But um, (sighs) Emotion, I mean, that, that was like my track. That was my cut. Like, that's probably one of my... Well, it's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites off the album. I mean, as far as a cover, as even Barry Gibb has stated that Destiny's Child owned, like, that cover. Like, they really nice. took it and bodied it. They really enjoyed it.
0: That was one cover that they really approve of. They they rocked with it. I need to go find this video, too, because I just remember them being in, like, this brown-ass house or whatever, just, like, looking around the wall, like, the corners and shit. Like. And wasn't <laughs> you know what this, I'm like, saying?
1: around the time when Kelly started getting, like, that ghetto burgundy hair?
0: My God. Is this about to be that
1: era for her? Yeah, it was, cause she had like that little flip up um Gladys Knight
0: flip. <laughs> it wasn't a twenty seven and uh and a half piece. It it was. There was another song that was on the uh version I listened to. Um My Heart Still Beats. Yeah. Nice little ballad. Oh yeah, I know what it is. I was like,
1: uh that's um a lot of those songs, they worked with Walter um Afanasif when he was a long time collaborator with Mariah Carey when she really could sing.
0: Okay, I'm okay, I'm glad you I'm glad you like said that because mm. I didn't want to say it gave me Mariah-ish vibes, but I was like, I don't really hear a lot of ballads like this anymore. I was like, this makes me think of Mariah and the damn that last song in um in Glitter. Oh, never too far. Yes.
1: Uh please. In time, still belongs to us. (laughs) I was like, "Why'd you all love?" That's when her voice got really stressed out and ashy sounded. It was. It was (laughs) is
0: Isn't that about to turn uh twenty?
1: Yeah, we we got to do that. We got to do the movie. We got to do the we got to do the movie and the soundtrack. Well, we got to do the movie review.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is the is the um is the soundtrack good? I mean, all the songs
1: that's on the soundtrack was in the movie, so. Okay, but I think it might be a couple of extra. Um, so, I mean, we could talk about that. The anniversary of that album is actually September 11th.
0: Yes. Well, she said that's why it didn't do so hot. It wouldn't have did well. Um... <laughs> Shout out to her with um me growing up or whatever being like, yo, this joint slaps. I'm like, oh, that's, what is this? Sh- is it Sherelle?
1: Yeah, Sherelle. I yeah. didn't
0: mean to turn you on.
1: But yeah, so that that's why you was getting those Mariah Carey vibes. Okay, that um, makes a lot more sense now. From that. So then the next track, what the next track, Dangerously in Love. Um so this is the first time we get um we get a whiff of this song. You know, it appears again uh two years later on Beyonce's um album, which is um titled Dangerously in Love. And all she did mm-hmm. was take this track and strip down the arrangement and she it's the same vocals and everything. I actually preferred the Destiny's Child version.
0: Really? Oh, I'm gonna go back and listen to both, but like I, <laughs> I I literally remember this song like used to bring me to tears as a kid.
1: Well, you know, I used to keep this bitch on repeat. You know, this is my song. They I mean they they really harmonized. This is I mean, this is when this is the meat of the album for me. Like vo- vocal can, can
0: I do it real quick? <laughs> i'll never leave i mean she she was, she was trying to tell us man. like she was listen, not going anywhere i mean
1: listen this, this was my um i mean i was not dangerously in love with nobody um at that time when this album came out i was 16 yeah so i was like uh i was like not dangerous i was probably dangerously in love with food <laughs> at that point in time like, i was obsessed with like i was
0: gonna say i didn't even know what love was or whatever and i'm like this song is just so fucking perfect like, no, like i was probably God. somewhere
1: like eating a damn cheese steak from andy's and some chili cheese fries and listening to the song oh man <laughs> probably TVT high probably TV. high at that point it was around about the time i started smoking weed <laughs> <laughs> No, this yeah.
0: this joint is ish yeah, it this this is this is aged. This one.
1: Yeah, that aged very well. Still does. It hits like
0: this part of the album aged well. Like there's, I I think, you know, if I was gonna say a favorite song, it's probably gonna be this one. This
1: is my favorite song on the album. Yeah, like well, bar I, none, I, I, this, this is my I, I
0: knew the top was gonna be like a thing, but I said when it gets to that track, I was like there's no way I can figure out what the hell that song sounds like. There I can never
1: well, this is, like, my favorite half of the album. Like, when we start with track nine and go all the way down, I'm good. Yeah, It's the other ones, like, up there. So this is, like, really what defined this album for me. Um, But Dangerously in Love, a bop. Like, I mean, I could see why she wanted to run it back and put it on her album. Because, I mean, you know, she had to fight for that song, one. Because they didn't even want that song on this album. Damn. Two... Um, it's just a beautiful song. I mean, and she really gets into it in her concerts, her live concerts, when she performs the song. Um, Brown Eyes, I love this song. Yes. But uh, arrangement-wise, it really didn't age well. It didn't age well when they were singing it then, because honestly, this song sounds like a leftover Mariah Carey song from, like, her Music Box album. (laughs) Um, what year is that? 93. Oh, okay. Okay. It just sounds like a leftover song that she might have that he might have toured around with for her and kind of catered it to Beyonce's voice um, and kind of switched some stuff. But the arrangement of it, it just sounds like a Mariah Carey song that she was playing around with um, on the Music Box album. And if that point of reference for you, that was the hero period.
0: I was going to ask you, how much is how much did your mother wear this album out?
1: Not a lot. Not one of her um, faves? I, I had this CD. Okay. Um, She listened to it, but not like it was the next album, the Daydream album that she just wore out.
0: I want to say, because Daydream sounds familiar, of course, but that's the I want to say, with, I know she destroyed that damn Rainbow album.
1: That's the one with Fantasy and um, It Always Be My Baby and um, Melt Away and Open Arms and long ago, like that—that that was that album. I remember that that album came when I was in fifth grade. going to go
0: back um, and listen to Mariah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it just sounded like a leftover song from Mariah Carey, but I liked it though. I liked that song. That's my jam. When I look at in his brown as Texas. I mean, they was harmonizing in this too. Remember the first day we stopped playing? They was they was playing around like they they weren't playing with this album. I mean, they came to sing on this one. I looked and it's been covered by a Japanese artist. I can imagine because all you can hear is that I can hear I'm, that I'm sounding very, you. very Japanese. Yeah, I
0: am gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go listen to it later and see what it sounded like for research purposes.
1: <laughs> and then this fades out. What did you think about Brown Eyes?
0: I thought Brown Eyes was dope. Oh yeah. Like, um now I'm gonna really go back and listen. Like, oh is this all right curious as well? But no, I did like this one.
1: And then we have the story of beauty. Man, oh, man. This was actually kind of dope for me Um, because I like the orchestration of it. This actually sounds like some precursor music to when she did um, Carmen the Hip Hopper.
0: (laughs) God, I forgot about that, man.
1: Or more like Carmen the Hip Flopper. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what year was that? Oh, oh, one. Like it was senior? around it.
0: Let,
1: let me look on, uh, Al Gore's internet. Mm-hmm.
0: Carmen, the hip flop. Uh, I mean, for opera. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: 2001. I was right. Damn.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I mean, it was, I mean, it, I laughed at it, but I mean, it was, it was what it was, <laughs> but yeah, this, so it, it just sounded like a track that, was produced with that in mind or something it had that type of sound it was very that that track although i like it vocally music wise it didn't age well it sounds very 2000 it sounds like a track that would have been on the parkers But kim you
0: know doing something you know kim parker if you watch the parkers you know you know shout out everybody like watching the parkers like what during the pandemic being like this is very toxic and i'm like yo think about the 90s yo i mean
1: well not the Parkers has been well but the parker's was toxic too as fuck but moisha was toxic as fuck too
0: there we go okay
1: <laughs> but yes the parker's was toxic because professor ogilvy was toxic as fuck to nikki and then when she found a <laughs> man that actually loved her and she was happy he gonna come fuck it up and ruin it and to my nikki parker i love you she been chasing your ass all these damn seasons. I was
0: like, how many seasons? Like, I mean, running.
1: This bitch done got keys and everything to your house. And she be popping up in that car and everything. And then you didn't want her. And then finally you wanted her. So, I and one thing about us, like me and my brother, we will animate and act stuff so when we singing songs, this is stuff that we would be doing if we was if we was just talking about the album randomly and wouldn't even be recording this podcast. We would go into singing the song and laughing about it. So it's funny when we do stuff like this because this is what we always do when when we we were kids.
0: One day I'm gonna hit you whatever after I like go back and watch when I should go back or whatever. I I definitely don't remember. I I remember Moesha, but of course I didn't know what the hell was happening.
1: No, you weren't even old enough. I mean Yeah, that's what I'm
0: saying. There was no way Like Moesha <laughs> you know?
1: came on, you was three.
0: <laughs> like I'm I'm am I'm gonna watch it, you know, as an adult and just be I'm gonna hit you one day. Yeah, so one day, whatever, and I'm gonna do it in Brandy's voice.
1: Or are you talking about well, hello diary music.
0: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she never make a song off over that shit. <laughs> right. Oh man. But nah, this, this this song was cool. I said it was like it was real poppy. I I didn't expect it was. It was very to, like you know a, a song about like sexual abuse. I was like, oh, right. I definitely. There's no way I could have understood that shit at nine. So, no. good lord.
1: I mean, this album really touched on a lot of topics too. I mean, they really they talked about body positivity. I mean, they talked about sexual abuse. They talked about like just being in love with someone being happy and high and free uh sexy daddy nasty girls that that, and nasty girl wasn't about somebody necessarily being nasty but it's about girls like fixing your image and don't being nasty like nasty and trampy like put some clothes on and stuff like that it had a message Mm -hmm. it still had a message
0: right like growing up and everything and going back and looking like oh shit unpretty was talking about like the stuff that women go through that i could never understand oh man
1: yeah, well, it's about, it was about anybody, like not women, men too, anybody. Yeah. That's just not gender-specific about people going. Everybody has insecurities about, you may look in the mirror and be like, I don't like the way my nose look. Or I don't like the way my teeth look. I don't like the way my facial hair is. Or I don't like this beauty mark that's on the side of my face or this birthmark that's on my lip. You know, it's it's different things that people have, so it was just basically – you know telling people that they can do all of this but you know if you can't look inside of you and find out who you're supposed to be then you know who you'd be in a position to feel so damn unpretty
0: i think i, I joked with you one day i can't remember or not i was like, is tlc gonna do a um a versus
1: i just no just let it be i'm just go back to the gospel medley <laughs> <laughs> i mean they could do one it's just with who and i got to think that out that's that's like yeah. a whole nother podcast episode all right. So gospel medley. You know, at this point, they did gospel medleys on every album. That that became a thing for them. So, you know, it was just really um a traditional thing of them doing some Richard Smallwood, I think this is when they did uh, Total Praise. And um, I can't even remember the Kirk Franklin song. It's been so long. I didn't go back and listen to this album because I know it. I mean, I went and touched. And I fast I couldn't forward. even
0: listen to gospel medley on my version. Yeah. Oh wow. It yeah. wasn't there on Apple. So yeah, I don't think weird. it's
1: up there anymore. And okay. um, so I mean, I just have to remember out the out the strength. Um, I got the still got the physical CD that I can go pull out. Oh man. And then you know, I still got all of my like downloaded albums. If you know, you know, back when you had the albums back in the day, I still got the folders with all the discographies. Nice. So yeah. So I mean, that was kind of like on that, and then you know. The outro.
0: Speak on it. <laughs> you 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 feeling the way right now? No, not really. It
1: was like, it's just the outro.
0: I, I thought it was cool. I yeah. mean, you know, I like the way I was like, you know, they kind of, like, you know, put each other over, and they went into the next person. You know, right? Michelle kind of made me laugh, and she shouldn't have made me laugh. It
1: it was very oh one oh two thousand two thousand one. <laughs>
0: I, I thought it was I thought it was a cool, little way to get us up out there. Yeah, know? I mean it. It
1: really it hit the mark. I mean, as far as this album, it, it was the album that kind of put them over in pop. Uh, definitely got them some bigger status, and opened them up to a different platform. You know, even still at this point, they were not headlining headlining their own tours, but they did do their first world tour by themselves because at this point they had not. Ever headline they toward themselves, okay, so yeah
0: before I ask you something that you know has been in my head for a little bit, um, and you know, of course, like where they are now, um, what would you rate this out of ten hmm. i I'm stuck between two numbers right now, if you want me to go first, you can. I want to say maybe seven and a half eight simply off the songs I love I still love and then you know just kind of a little bit of filler if that you know
1: right I I think I would rate this album probably about a six and a half seven okay maybe seven between a six six and a half to seven and a half somewhere in between so maybe a 7. Uh, just even kill I rated a 7. Um and if some of those songs that were weak Yeah. Um that didn't age well this album. Yeah, exactly. Vocally I give this album like a 9 out of 10. Got you. Um production wise the production suffered a little bit. It wasn't as polished as the writings on the wall in terms of production. Okay. We'll go back and check the writings on the wall. One of my favorite albums. Bar none. slick production. Production from um Missy Elliott, uh Dark Chow. This is when you mm. had the whole Shakespeare period with, with Candy writing uh Bills, Bills, Bills.
0: Candy was going crazy. I wanna I actually want to ask you about her in a second, too. Okay. Um but before before that though um, how far away are we from the Kelly Nelly track F- from two, this point in time
1: two thousand two
0: okay, so this is next year, yeah was it just like yo he like he was like, yo I need I need Kelly on this one like I how don't even that, know how that, that kind of came I un- don't even know
1: it? how that came to be like I have to just go read research upon it, you know back then it was just you know, people pop them songs. True. This is at the point where you're kind of seeing that sh- she's preparing at this point. She was preparing for, she was getting ready to put out her solo album. So she had to start getting some buzz for herself outside of the destiny's child umbrella. Right. You know, Beyonce was off making movie stuff at this time
0: or doing, oh you know, God, different is this, things. Is this gold member time? I think what year so. Is Goldmember? Uh, Gold member, Goldfinger. What is Gold member?
1: I'm like, ew.
0: Let's see. Yeah, I'ma wonder that now because
1: I'm like, <laughs> right? Because I'm saying I wonder. Uh, 2002. Yeah, so I was right. Oh, two. Okay, she, she did that in L.A. So I mean, they all were off, and then Michelle they put out a gospel album. So I mean, at this point in time, they had just finished up the Survivor stuff and the tour, and then they started right. going into their own. Their own little thing, so that I mean that makes sense. And so when she did Dilemma, she was trying to get some buzz for her album, which did not get no buzz at
0: all. And that's gonna be the second question or whatever. But before that, one a little little side one. Um, did did you ever wonder about how she was texting on uh, Excel spreadsheet? Hmm. You, you know, people like joke about on the in the, uh, in the video where she's texting uh, Nelly on Microsoft Excel.
1: I ain't even paid it no attention. Wow. <laughs> that
0: was like a joke a couple of years ago and shit. <laughs> and it came out of nowhere. That just made me it was like you go back and catch the video. She's texting him, and that's definitely your next spreadsheet. I'm screaming. I was like, dog. <laughs> but no what what was our what was our shit back in like what was that now was it the infamous summer of 2006 or was this 07? 07. Oh, when she seven. has a song with Eve. Oh, 07. Okay. We went crazy at summer. I know that one because uh, that was a good little summer of music.
1: It was real good summer.
0: We always talk about. You know, Told y'all I was gonna bump, bump like this. this.
1: Y'all didn't think that I could bump
0: like this. You know, Wait I hadn't heard minute. even years or whatever. You know, Eve be the things you're doing. You know, I don't know what she was saying. Um, I liked her little run in when I was in college myself or whatever. Um, she had the two songs with Wayne, motivation and ice. Oh yeah. I played Ice a couple of weeks ago. I was like, "Yo, I, Ice still bumps for me." Motivation mm-hmm. was cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she both videos down. were incredible, and My then God. Kisses
1: Down Low was good for me. I like that. But the thing with Kelly was Kelly just couldn't get uh, album consistent and with con- like a continuity album of continuity that flowed well. All her right. songs just were not. She just would drop the ball on her albums. Kelly. i mean even when that last song that she just came out with it sounded like beyonce car was like hey girl i know you need a song so i'm gonna give you this song this was left over from <laughs> the four album
0: <laughs> i did like <laughs> the record but i i literally was just like okay but i guess but, it's kind of like you said too, like, I
1: Didn't it sound like a leftover Beyonce song, though? It's like,
0: it, hey, girl, I, I got this it, left,
1: I got this leftover from the Lemonade album or the Beyonce album. It, it,
0: it really did, but I couldn't be the one to say it because they're like, oh, well, of course, you're biased. And I was like, I love all of them.
1: I mean, it just it, sounded that way. I was like...
0: It's just Beyonce. Like, yeah, on, I mean, yes,
1: like, I, I don't know. I mean, but all in all, I mean, the Survivor album, you know, 7 out of 10, which ain't bad. Um, yeah. Hell, it was rated 7 out of 10 when it came out, so... I mean we're not we're not far off from that. So I mean it all in all, pretty, pretty, pretty good album. Uh in terms for me, it would be album three out of their four for me. Okay. Because Destiny's Fulfill is my favorite writings on the wall to Survivor Three and then Destiny's Child first, their first album would be four.
0: So yeah, all right. I'm gonna have to go back and you know do some little bit of research myself with those. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think. Is well, of course, uh, Beyonce went crazy and everything. She's still going crazy. She's still winning awards. You know, I don't really know what Michelle has been gotten going on. Besides, uh, I heard people like came with her husband because he was like saying, you know, you hey, sh- shouldn't be, shouldn't you be on your pills and stuff. Oh wow. And they ain't really like like
1: that. And then, like then, like one time, I know she had like some mental health issues going on. Yeah, that's and why so, they were like,
0: "Fuck this dude!" Like, damn.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to check on your people. Like, you know, people have to check on her. Like, she go through a lot of slander. People trying to come for her. Like, even when the CDs be in the store and they put the price tag
0: for her picture. Yo, <laughs> I think I remember that picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Or, like, oh. she
1: or like just the price tag over her, or it's like something that's where somebody tore, tore it off, or it was like always something like she getting covered up, and it shouldn't be that way. It should not be that way. Nah. But no, I enjoyed this episode though, and hopefully, everybody that's listening definitely has enjoyed this album. It's definitely been fun wrapping up the Survivor album. It survived barely <laughs> um, because um, musically, it just. And some of it didn't age well, but some of it is timeless. It was just one of those yeah. albums where they had some of those tracks
0: that was kind of like...
1: Hmm. Right.
0: That's going to be stuck in my head the rest of my night. Um, I, I have one last question to probably let you up out of here. Okay. Are you excited for the upcoming verses this weekend? SWV versus... Uh, oh, Escape.
1: Escape. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check that out. See what that's going to give probably do episodes time for me to come back I have been on a hiatus on meet me on the roof but we're definitely coming back I said that before but I had to take some time out you know I'm big on mental health and I had to you know work on my mental health and just be in a good space in this pandemic when you're creative and you're confined to the house because everything is closed and shut down you know you have to you go through things and so just me I'm a very expressive person and I like to go places and not be able to go to places that I normally go to. is you know it wears down on you. But we've been keeping on, we've been holding on, and uh, Meet Me on the Roof is definitely coming back. We're coming back bigger and better this season on season two. So um, check me out. Meet Me on Y'all the Roof heard on, it, all, man. on all platforms. I'm on every streaming podcast that you can find. It's Meet Me on the Roof, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram on Meet Me at Meet Me on the Roof underscore PC.
0: Nice man, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be a dope one. It's gonna be a dope one. This was, you know, we we survived. They survived. They survived barely. Um, that being said, you know, my bro's coming and everything. So y'all stay, y'all stay on it. And of course, y'all already know the the weeks of being super busy are about to fall off. So more stuff coming wrestling we never miss in a week because i don't think we missed a week in months i don't even i mean i can't even remember last time it's been so on the road to backlash-a-mania
1: yeah you've been putting all this stuff out you know i've definitely had my share of being busy too um you know it's definitely he's been working hard on don't bite your tongue with mookie and i'm working hard on crafting sounds for his
0: project top top secret right there that's gonna be I'm, i'm excited Oh, yeah. i'm super excited so stay tuned on that collab yes sir and i uh, close it out remember like always to rate like comment subscribe tell a friend and tell a friend links and everything in the description the bios below and like the hall of famer david aldridge says if you got anything besides five stars i leave it to you motherfuckers period and with that being said